Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Cheryl Selman, and welcome to The Love Code. Thank you for joining for another opportunity to have an uplifting conversation. You know, this program and this show really was created to inspire, uplift, transform, to heal, to open your heart to the possibilities that we have. And it's been such a pleasure to be able to share such inspiring conversations that I have every week with my guests. And as always, I have another wonderful conversation in store for you. I want to welcome everybody who may be listening for the first time or even if you've been listening every week, welcome. I'm so so happy you're here again with me. And if you uh, have not yet gone over to my Facebook page, which is Cheryl Selman, or my uh, website, which is Dr. Cheryl Selman, uh, either like me on my Facebook page or opt into my website because I send all of these shows right out to you. All the archive shows go out every week. And I have another program on Progressive Radio Network every Thursday at 4 p.m. called What Women Must Know. And that's more focused on health and holistic approaches to life. And that show also will get sent to you, or if you just go over and like me on my Facebook page, it'll get posted there. So hope you'll be joining me every week and continuing the learning, healing journey. And I have a, a very special guest with me today. I'm so happy we're able to have this conversation. And my guest is Cecilia Liu. And... um Cecilia, it's been a while since Cecilia's been on the show, but I just want to share a little bit about this extraordinary woman. Over the past 20 years, Cecilia has worked in the executive teams for Fortune 100 companies, including Siemens, Daimler, IBM, Sanofi Aventis, in the U.S., Germany, and China. Most recently, she serves as a management board member at global headquarters at Siemens. Under her leadership, the business unit has achieved 300% of targets for business improvement and set a historical record that has never reached been reached before. Cecilia has received three university degrees, of which two masters from the U.S. and Germany, and ha- she has extensive international experience and is trilingual. She has great passion and appreciation in diverse cultures, and her life events have brought her to Dr. Amanda Shah in 2008, the greatest love and total commitment to service to all humanity from Dr. Amanda Shah has deeply touched her heart and inspired her to leave her senior executive position and corporate life and to join Dr. Amanda Shah in his humanitarian work. It is her heart's desire to serve humanity with all that with all that she has been able to. Uh, to be, she's been given and has been prepared for. So um, it's wonderful to have Cecilia back on this. She's calling us all the way from Germany, and um, it's always a delight to have Cecilia with us on the show. So Cecilia, hello and welcome. <laughs> so glad you're with us. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Cher, um, Dr. Cher, for inviting me, um, having this opportunity, and thank you for all the listeners. You know, I, I just want to tell our audience that uh, I 
had the pleasure of meeting you. See, I, I think I met you last March and before then in January at events with Dr. and Master Shah. And I had Dr. and Master Shah on my show, I don't know, uh, over a year ago. Well, this show's been going more than a year, so it's been longer than that. And uh, and from that show, and I hadn't known Master Shah before, but I was invited to attend a retreat, and then I attended a second retreat. And I was so inspired by the work that Master Shah is doing that you are an emissary of. And this show, I have to say, The Love Code came out of my desire to support the humanitarian work that uh, Master Shah is doing and to help spread love, peace, and harmony out into the world, which is my closing line on every show, wishing people love, peace, and harmony. So it's just wonderful to have you and the work you're doing with and for Master Shad in the world to um, to share with us today. So thank you so much, Cecilia. And, you know, you're so dedicated to this mission in life. I, I just want to thank you for that level of dedication that you give every day to really make a difference in the world. So thank you for being with us. Oh. Well, thank you. Thank you. Such honor such honor and the service brings so much joy to my life and so much happiness and fulfillment and this I think this is the best way to live uh, anyone's life with a sense of mission and help to others thank you well you've had such an extraordinary life I mean you you are fluent in three languages obviously Chinese we're you were born I believe in China and now in English and German and you've just been um, an incredible woman and what you've achieved and it's just beautiful that you're bringing all of these gifts and talents to this greater purpose in your life so um, I'm really inspired by you Cecilia I have to say Um, you know what today we're going to have a conversation about where the world is going after COVID and this is such Mm -hmm. a relevant topic because we are in the midst of great transformation on the planet, within the consciousness of all beings, as has been predicted by cultures around the world. So this is a unique time in the history of humanity. Uh, It's a time of a lot of uncertainty. It's a time of a lot of change. I know we can all get caught up in the drama of what's going on around the world. And that's why I think it's really important to have your perspective, Cecilia, and the work you've been doing with Master Shaw to be able to give us a more profound spiritual overview of what is happening and how best can we move through these times and understand the greater purpose of all that's happening with this change. So that's where I'd like us to jump in. Um, what you know? What's your perception and experience of what is happening in the world right now with this whole, mm-hmm. you know, uh, global issue initiated by COVID? Mm, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Share, for um, such important topic. Yes, this is what uh, um, what is happening. I in the last month, I happened to be in U.S. 
um, or actually last the, this current year in US and Canada, Germany, Austria, and different countries, that's what I experienced worldwide. People so struggle with that. And speaking about this, this all the country treat as crisis management. So when we talk about crisis management, if there's actually reasons, there's actually uh, um, similarities for all the crises. Doesn't matter if it's happening at a personal level or it's happening at a, such, let's say, this global level. The key with a uh, crisis like that is to sit a little bit back, to see from a longer perspective, from a bigger perspective, to then we can what's happening and why that happened and how can we cope with that. And I would say that's the number one key. And currently, a lot of us being caught up in the sh like a very near view, and we see that many of us, we cannot go out, we cannot exercise, we cannot have a regular meeting with the friends, we cannot even some of us lose work. So this, the the crisis, so to speak, it's caused so much struggles for the people. Emotionally, many people have experienced the emotional challenges, mental challenges, and, and all kinds of challenges, health challenges. So I recently was in uh, Austria and met with a number of organization leaders, and CEOs and presidents, and very influential people. So some information we share is that in the small country of Austria, the back in March, the depression rate was four to eight percent, and with a half within half year back in September, and with the second wave of uh, uh, COVID coming up, and it raised up to twenty eight percent. So, raised twenty percent of depression for the whole country within six months. That tells us a lot. That tells us what people are experiencing. So the key, what I wish and work on right now is to help people to understand what's happening, to see the bigger perspective, and then how to cope with it. And once they can see that, then they can they can navigate with it, and their life can flow, can can move further from that places. I think that's what we all need is the you know the ability to have a perspective and to access resources. It's so interesting, Cecilia, because I talk with some people and some of my friends, and because they well, who knows? I mean, it's how however these things happen. But for some of my friends, this has been such a good time for them. They have grown stronger in their relationships. They've been able to do business in, in an online manner they haven't done before. Uh, they just are happy being home, not having to drive through traffic and cook. And, you know, for some, they have really um, benefited from this change. And then there are other people yeah. who this has been the most stressful, frustrating uh, fearful time they've ever had. They just are not coping well. Like you said, the statistic of that increase in depression in people and suicides in people, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, an, it's a, it's a fascinating thing for me to observe how some people's experience is so, uh, ha has been so disastrous for their health or for their view of life. And for others, they have, 
grown and blossomed and are happy as a result of the changes. So it's, uh, you know, it's always fascinating how each person chooses um, or is able to, to manage and navigate through times of change. Yes, absolutely true. Absolutely. Thank you. So, uh, Dr. shared this. With the, any crisis, uh, this actually, if you're looking at from a change management perspective, it's, you know, and, or we talk about the change management curve for the organization, but the same curve with the personal life change with, uh, let's say, this global arena of change. When the change comes, there's oftentimes the first reaction is a shock. Ah, COVID, what's happening? It's a, um, then the next one is could be denying, could be that, or wait, okay, it's just our time, we manage it and quick fix, and then we're going to go back to the normal life. But what we mm-hmm. realize now is not a quick fix. So then the next curve is coming is to really deeply understand what's happening. Then we can really get a bigger perspective and then manage from that places. And then the next phases of acceptance, understanding, solution comes, then we can rise. So that's the normal curve of change management. I can call that crisis management. It's similar. It's the same. And with the crisis, with any change, and the people, as, especially at the beginning phase, and the people tend to go to, let's say, two directions. One is going up and one is going down. So, and like you described, some of your friends doing better and some not doing, like, which we, we can see that some people are challenged. So this is a situation and really important to know what's happening. And the, just same as any events happen in our life. There's none of events it happens to damagers, but to helpers. That's the first thing to really recognize it. COVID, it did not happen to damage the world, to make people harder, but it's to, there's a message there. COVID is coming here to set a message. And it's the same as when we challenge in life. And if we get the message, that's the key for healing. And that pulled me also into my own journey, how I started with this awakening process, so to speak. And that was also, I started with a major crisis in my life. The major crisis was happened, let's see, I think it's about uh, how many years ago? <laughs> a little bit longer, uh, eight years ago uh, or so, mm-hmm. that um, I went into deep depression, burnout, because my work, and I work so much, I enjoy my work, but then it's just overnight, I couldn't function anymore. And I went to burnout. My body could not function. I changed from 12 hours working no problem to two hours cannot even work. So my life was in such crisis. You can see that because my job is in, in, in danger as well. And, and I lost a lot of things in my life. So at that moment, and that was the most difficult time in my life. But when I look back, it's also the biggest gift because that gift at that time was telling me my life was not going to the past what's supposed to be. So mm-hmm. with my depression, for instance, with my burnout, I reach out to all the possibility, the doctors, the all the treatments, hypnosis, and everything I couldn't find. And but nothing really helped me substantially. So eventually I linked to Dow calligraphy. To uh, it's it's an 
art. The one is art, it's a healing art. So that eventually healed me and within three months. But when I look back it to see why, what is the message of that? Why the other medicine did not uh, help me, I mean, for my individual case, why this doctor can help me? What made me realize was that events happened to me, or the crisis happened to me, and was because that everyone has the soul, heart, mind, and body. This is the essence of our being. So in the ancient wisdom calls that the Shen Qi Jing, Shen is information, which is the soul, heart, and mind. Then the Qi is the energy. You know, the Qi, the Gong Fu Panda always talk about the Qi master. So Qi has a greater power. Then it comes to the matter, the Jing. Jing means matter. So the Everyone and everything is composed by the Shen Qi Jing, means that everyone and everything composed by information, energy, and matter. Information, uh, as Dr. Shah described, information is the soul, heart, and mind. So in other words, this is important, I will say that slowly one more time. Everything and everyone composed of soul, heart, mind, and body. So this is our components or essence, so heart, mind, and body. But in the life I used to live, that I was working, no matter how great is the position, how high is that executive, but I was operating mostly at the mind level. And I ignored my heart and soul. So my heart and soul desire to serve, not just to have physical fulfillment or physical satisfaction and a job and social acknowledgement, but it's looking for bigger. And I, I, I know that I didn't listen to my own heart. I didn't listen to my own heart, my own soul. So for a while, it's okay. My heart and soul was waiting for that. But until a moment, until a place, they said, no, we're not doing this anymore. We're not going to put up this anymore. Then I went to crash. I went to crash like from overnight. It's unbelievable. It's really happening like overnight. But from that experience that I realized, it's, I hate to a, to a wall. I hate to a wall. There's, it's not working my life in that way. So then I was forced to look for a solution. And eventually with a dog liquid that's one is art, it helped me to aligning my soul, heart, mind, and body, or to awaken my heart muscles, or to to redevelop the heart muscles, then I can I can live my life from that places. You know, we speak about heart a lot. And before I remember Dr. Shah said to me one time, listen with our heart, think with our heart. I was that was ten years ago. I thought, well how do you do that? <laughs> So, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like today, I know exactly what's the difference. It's like a mm-hmm. heart and so it's like muscles. Also, it's a capacity in every being. It's the potential in every being. It's a higher intelligence every being. But oftentimes, it's that part of uh, uh, potentials and and talent, or so to speak. We have not a tap into that. So we're functioning mostly at the mind level, and until with the coming. What's connection to the COVID is actually similar way, similar way. And yeah, for you know, me, that was... Wait, I, Ce- Cecilia, wait, mm-hmm. Cecilia, that's such an important point. I just, I, I, yeah. I want to make sure people really understand what you were sharing with us. Because when we, and, and I think it happens to all of us at various stages, you know, you can call it the dark night of the soul. 
You can call it, uh, you know, a breakdown. There's all sorts of terms when our sense of self and our psyche is suddenly, it's like the, 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 the old, it's like we, it's like, it's like the, um, the, the, the space, the being that we've inhabited is, is suddenly it's, it's like too small. We have to crack open to more possibilities. And there's usually, um, a crisis involved because it gets our attention. You just, like you said, you were, you know, you were, I would say a workaholic. You know, you might have loved what you did, <laughs> but you put, you know, 12 hours a day for, you know, God, I'm sure you were, you know, totally dedicated to your work and, and, uh, there just comes a time in our evolution in this lifetime when we have experiences that it's like hitting the wall. It's a wake-up call. It's like we get smacked over the head with a two-by-four. It's like, wait a minute, you are not living the truest potential of your spiritual self. And we have to be shocked into awakening, and it's, it's a crisis. Because we no longer know who we are, the ways of operating in the world. If you said the mind, you were good. Obviously, you were good with the mind. You know, you've got three degrees and you're trilingual and you're head of these business organizations. You know, you were very strong and very bright and had, you know, great capacities, but it wasn't in the right direction that you were going with those kids, but you didn't know that. Or there was a time mm-hmm. when it was it's time for you to um, take what you've learned and move on. And we all need to be reminded that when we go through that loss of sense of self that we have known, and it feels like a death, and in a sense it is, but it also is a rebirth time and... I know I've had my times like that, Cecilia. We don't know it at the mm-hmm. time, and we really have to find that strength inside us to negotiate right those difficult unknown it's like an unknown territory. It's like now it's an unknown territory mm-hmm. when we're forced to wake up and I think the situation that we're in with the world is changing, and these frequencies are changing. the consciousness is changing a lot of people are in the same process of being forced to really re-examine who they are, what they are, what's important, what's their purpose. And that is uncomfortable. Mm. Yes, yes. Thank you, Dr. Sher. Exactly right. Exactly right. So the as the, any crisis like that, we're going through the identity challenges at that time. Like if I... If I think I'm with the success, if that success is not there, who am I? So since the word, if we think the word is about the economic flourishing and blooming, then when that doesn't happen, what is the word about? So this COVID is really, it's a message. It's, it's a messenger. It's nothing than a messenger. So when we talk about, okay, many people asking about how long is the COVID, it's similar talk about the message in our life. But the messenger, the messenger will be there until we get a message, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. That happens with a crisis, with the health challenges, also. So oftentimes, and so in stuff, worry about thinking about COVID as a short term, and let's think about can we get a message? 
can once with the word or more people starting to get the message, then the COVID will be liberated from to different places. So this is the word for happen. You described so well that happened to a person for identity crisis. It's also happening with the word right now. So but the word, the process is like at that time, it was awakening to me that I cannot function from and that's not my being. And also I come with a purpose, living a purpose, the purpose of service, purpose of helping others, not to just to have a job and, and work and no matter what that means. So now if I look at back today, I work even more actually. But it's more joyful. I don't have a burnout. It's like a, I have a mean of working. It's a joy. It's a happiness. It's a service. It's so uplifting. It's like a, uh, I, now I finally understand what people meant by when you your work become your life. It's like a, become a joy. Your every day in the work, you, it's it's like a vacation. So I thought this is where the word is going to. It's changing this keyword that Dr. Shah actually describes so well in the book. So of a matter, we are in the face of a changing from a mind over matter to soul over matter. I'll say that again. From mind over matter yes. to soul over matter. Right. So mind over matter is that everything is dominated by mind. I think this we're very familiar with, like what I in my own experience described before. But that's for most of is living in that place or used to be that way. So mind over matter for the masculine energy is also very strong. We tend to analytic and, and et cetera. But there's so also here, there's a heart there. So the soul over matter is that we're going from the uh, linear operation to a to a flowing operation. Because soul is around it's operating in the flowing state and the mind operating in the in the like uh, machinery <laughs> linear operation, let's put it that way. Because I go through that difference, I can see myself when I'm operating in my mind. I'm rather linear and squared. It could have intelligence, mind intelligence, but still, there's you can clearly feel the the limitation of boxes. But when I operating from my heart and soul, it's like it's flowing. It's a it's so happy. It's so joyful it's a so it's new it's another level of creation creativity and the true happiness the joys comes from that places when we're in our heart when we're in our soul and also for business this is not just spiritual it's actually business as well for personal life as well so for me like if we're operating from our heart and i see the relationship changes for instance with my parents and they understand me better, and we have more harmony. Even we spend less time with each other, but the relationship deepens. They can see me more. I can see them more. And there's much deeper love and nourishment going. So, and that's for relationship, for business as well. And I'll, thank you for uh, mentioning about my background. But even the how may seemingly that impressive that background is. When I look back, it's still at my level. The education, what I received, even from some of the best business universities in Germany, is um, it's still at my level. But now, mm-hmm. when I'm op- working on the business totally from heart and soul, wow, what a what a difference. It's like a day and night difference. It's you're flowing the wisdom. You're flowing the, the creativity. You're flowing the inspiration. 
I remember I used to work on business plan, let's say. It took me two weeks, like thinking, thinking, thinking so hard. At the end, I had a, a, like a, a headache. <laughs> uh, but now it's like it's a plan. <laughs> Working on plan is in two hours. Mm-hmm. Done. It's like my mind was not thinking. Flows through and I'm just typing, typing. And in two hours, it's beautiful flow. It, a plan is there. When I share with the people, they're like, wow, that's a plan. Did you spend a month with it? And no, I said it's only two hours. And when they kind of believe it, and they say, well, I can, they can feel the flow in it. They can feel even love in a plan. I've never heard of people in my previous career that anyone said, well, I can feel the love in a plan. <laughs> so that's the <laughs> so, elevation. So you, I, um, yeah. you know, this is, uh, I, I just want to um, focus on this a little bit more because it's really important. So mm-hmm. our culture our culture, uh, the Western culture, has valued the mind. It's not in all cultures, um, especially the more indigenous cultures. But in the Western culture, we we uh, we worship the mind. We worship the intellect, and we develop the intellect. And we get to the place of such an ego and an arrogance that we think the 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 educated mind has the ability to solve every problem, control everything, and it's very much in the service of the ego, right? Wouldn't you say? It's very much in the service of the ego, and um, it's um, it, it's it, it can be a destructive force because it's disconnected from from life. It's disconnected from nature. It's disconnected from true intuition. And when you were talking about learning to come from your heart and bring heart into business and bring heart into well relationships the soul is that expression of what we call the heart it's it's my experience is that when you are coming from your soul uh, which lives in your heart <laughs> um, you are connected to a flow of information a flow of creativity, a flow of inspiration, and uh, it, it, life just becomes more aligned with that flow. And we are connected. So like you were saying, the ideas come easily. You don't have to break your head over this, right? You, they just come through you. They come through you. You get this inspiration. You don't even know why you have that idea, you know, where did that idea come from? Or or just the intuition that you need to call somebody. Or you an intuition that you need to go somewhere that you hadn't planned. It's how life guides us, how we're meant to be living life is in the flow, as you were saying. This flow mm-hmm. of energy when we are coming from our intuition, which means we have to connect more with that love, compassion, that soul nature in us. And you know, it's 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 just wonderful to hear you talk about this, Cecilia, because not only have you experienced it in your personal life, but now you're able in an amazing way to bring this into the boardrooms of major companies and somehow your presence and the frequency that you are communicates to 
the business world that has been very mind focused, right? Very much in the mind. It, 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 because it's a mm-hmm. it's a male world. Even if there are women in the corporate levels, to the higher levels, they're often still operating out of the mind. And you're, I mean, what do you just find that your presence starts to open people up? That there's a resonance that happens when you're working with them. Yes. Yes, absolutely, absolutely true. Thank you, uh, Dr. Sher. We recently had a number of meetings with um, a number of organizations' leaders, presidents and CEOs, um, also chairmen. So, because what the people we're working with, organization working with, they're challenged by that. They're challenged by the current COVID situation, with number of uh, employee wellness and also the directions and many things as a lot of us experiencing. So what I what I realize is when we have a meeting now, and I always bring my team member there so they can observe and can share. And also, uh, oftentimes I'm in that flow state, and I don't remember what I said. So I have to go back to them to they remind me what's uh, being said. And mm-hmm. uh, all the time, the team member was so amazed about it, and they were like, "Wow, how could that happen?" As a waiting hour, even the people we're having meeting with, they're different. But what the difference? What I noticed that. Um, we may start and you can see, okay, we're coming here. Let's look at solution. It's like very mind intensive. But with a colleague, say with also the presence, when you're in that peacefulness and in that state, then people changes. And also with a dull colleague, it's art. It's dull, it's dull art. It's art of coming from the heart, the heart and soul. So it brings a higher frequency and vibrations and that changes energy. And, and, and also, like, I can navigate the conversation much better, not at the mind level. So let's say, for instance, if someone not understanding something, rather than debating or to prove it's right or wrong, and I would say, let's experience. Let's 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 sense. Can we sense the flow? Can we? so I will I would write a calligraphy that led them to feel. And so, so many times after writing the calligraphy, everyone stopped talking. Just silence for a few minutes even, like one to three minutes. And sometimes happened the whole room was silent. Or the chairman, the vice president of HR, and, and everyone is silent just looking at the calligraphy and looking at the art, looking at the, they're like, well, something is so beautiful here. Because that's just their heart and soul. We all have that place. In that place, we can have the 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 true satisfaction, or we can have the true uh, creation. You know, for the company we're working with, we're working to bring the dark calligraphy and also dark business. You know, there's two merging together. It's a dark business with a dark calligraphy. That's art and business together. Okay. It's the new age way to 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 so, navigate for the business and the people's life. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yes, jump please, in again because I want people to I want uh-huh. you get so excited and you know you're so passionate about this but I want people to <laughs> know what you mean when you talk about Dow calligraphy. So let me try to explain it from my way of mm. understanding and if I am incorrect, you please tell me. So the work of Master Shah, which we we've mentioned Master Shah before and he's been on my podcast a couple of times, is an extraordinary 
master. He truly is a master of many of many things, of many arts, of many skills. One of the skills, the gifts that he has is to work with calligraphy. So he uh, had the opportunity to study with a master calligrapher who was, I believe, 102 when he met her. And she was uh, working in the court with the last emperor of China and was sworn never to uh, reveal the type of unique, special, powerful calligraphy that she was doing. And at 102, she found... Master, she, Master Shah met her, and the 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 teacher transmitted this knowledge to him. And the thing that's fascinating about calligraphy, the way I have understood the calligraphy, that a very special form of calligraphy. You know, people know what calligraphy is, the Chinese writing, but um, there is a spiritual way to do calligraphy that actually is like creating a force field it's like tune when you when you write sacred words in a special way you are literally accessing an energy field you're like i'd like to say opening a portal and what master shah learned from this teacher and what he is teaching in his work to many people now his students is passing on this gift of learning how to write this calligraphy in a very special way that creates a different energy field, a different frequency. And it could be this frequency for physical healing or like you, Cecilia, working, I know you work with people individually with the calligraphy and you you know, you actually write it. You, you, you do this special form of calligraphy with a strong spiritual intention that activates the field. I mean, you know, like crystals can generate a field and music and and Tibetan bells, Tibetan chimes can activate a field of energy. So does calligraphy. This calligraphy, this special form that Mm -hmm. Master Shah teaches. And that is... When you know that's that's such a powerful vehicle when you are doing this, sharing the calligraphy in a business environment, how the field changes, right? So your intention with yes. that powerful tool of transformation and healing, that soul work, you, you, you work magic, <laughs> and it people like you were saying. Suddenly, these people are just in a different. Their frequency changes. Their frequency changes. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. You described so well that true, the um, Dao calligraphy is not a, it's actually founded by Dr. Shah in 2014. It's He founded it by merging all the different disciplines that he has um, and, uh, gathered and learned in his whole life. 
He's a TCM doctor. He also is MD doc in China. He's a Fengshui doctor. Uh, uh, sorry, Fengshui master Qigong Taiji. He studied Qigong when he was six. So he merged all the Eastern and Western and disciplines and the best resources together and burst the given the birth and founded Dao Calligraphy. So Dao Calligraphy, in my own experience, I have never experienced anything so powerful as a Dao Calligraphy. It's the oneness art and it really brings everything in one, brings the soul, heart, and mind, and body as one. What we experience is also Dao Calligraphy brings the team as one as well. And through the workshop team coming together, through the, the meetings, right, just to demonstrate the dark living to the business meeting. And it's amazing that people then bring the people as one. There's like, a, there's suddenly the people start to side, settle down and start to like, the frequency rises and there everyone comes to different places. You describe well in the way that it brings a, a different field. It brings the field with a positive information with higher frequency vibrations. And people just meld in that field. Meld in the way that their heart is more open. They become more peaceful. And it's like there's no debating needed or, or even in that place. So, and we're actually working with the organization to bring this dog collective together with merge with the dog business. Our first show was the topic was love code in business, right? Exactly. How do you bring the love code in business? How do you bring the greater creativity in business? How do you bring the compassion in the business? So many elements that we need for the business arena as well. So that's where we're working with organization to merge these two together to bring to the organization. Dao Calligraphy as one is art and Dao business as one is business and looking at a business not only from profit perspective, but from empowerment perspective, from a from an integration perspective. It's for the best interest of the organization, best interest of the employee, best interest of the customers, and best interest of the world. It's absolutely possible. We don't have to compromise one to fit met, uh, to satisfy another one. So for instance so this, how this, we bring that I, into I, business well, I was just going to say, just, you know, talking about how, where the world is going after COVID, this is really, this is where the world is going. This really is the message. It's certainly the message of the work that you are doing and work that Master Shah, many spiritual teachers, it's not just Master Shah alone, because I know many spiritual teachers are still uh, on the same mission of understanding that we have to we have to have a different frequency in our lives. We have to have a frequency that's aligned with our soul. So we can go into any area. We can go into business. We can create a successful business. But the whole business experience changes when you come from your soul. Yes, yes. It's from, you know, it's, for business we're talking about, like HR, we met a lot of uh, VP HR. So, the one of the topic with HR means human resources management. So we always mm -hmm. talk about the uh, human capacity, right? You want to have talent development. I was in the top talent program. And so I'm also developing, uh, I was also developing talent. I'm still developing talent today. So you talk about developing talent. I have to look at human capacity and potential also. We have our mind intelligence. We also have heart intelligence. We also have a soul intelligence. 
If you don't believe so, then at least that you believe hard. So the heart intelligence is higher than the mind intelligence. The, the soul intelligence is higher than the heart intelligence. Like Dr. Mm-hmm. Shah described in his book, Tao Science, the soul leads the heart, heart leads the mind, and mind leads the body. That's the that's the chain of management. That's the chain of creation. So mm-hmm. once again, it's soul leads the heart, heart leads the mind, mind leads the body. So that's the change. Now, if we are operating at a mind level, what, that's the mind intelligence we can access for person, for business, for organization, for world. It's rather limited. Now, where the COVID is leading to, or where it's awakening people to, is that we are going through upgrading. The whole world mm-hmm. needs upgrade. Mm-hmm. The whole human mm-hmm. being needs upgrade. What do we mean by that? Mm-hmm. Upgrade from the mind over matter to solve a matter. In other words, upgrading from only operating on mind intelligence, mind level, but to develop upgrading to heart intelligence. The further on, mm-hmm. upgrading to the soul intelligence, because that's such a big arena, such bigger capacity. I mean, I cannot imagine what I'm doing today can do 10 years ago with only my mind, because I live through that. Mm-hmm. I can, I know the difference. I, 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 it's not a by thing, by concept. It's real. So, mm-hmm. you think about it. What, we'll give you an example. For Einstein, the biggest science. Did he receive the 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 theory of relativities through the? He actually received that through his intuition. Same as Tesla. Tesla is even more. If you look at Tesla's, I studied Tesla quite a while. If you really pay attention, study his whole life. His whole life, his whole creation was coming from the heart and soul intelligence, not from the mind intelligence, because the capacity is different. And that's where the, the resources in the nature, in the universe, and all the, in the informational field that we want to tap into, that's the bigger essence. Mm-hmm. Same as the artist, same as the musician, the Beethoven, the Einstein, the science, and Da Vinci. So the, the artists, all those arena, people bring the highest creation, bring the cre- highest creativity, highest science, ask from that place. Are from the intuitive place, are from that flowing state, are from the heart and soul intelligence rather than mind intelligence. So we already know that this, once you can tap into that level of intelligence and a higher frequency, you can bring much higher wisdom and much higher creation, much higher creativity or art into the world. Then why, if that's possible. Why that only happen to few people? It can happen to more people. It can happen to thousands of people, millions of people. So this is the upgrading what's happening now is that we are upgrading from where we're operating from, from to our bigger capacity, to a bigger, a higher intelligence. And, and so that most people, all of us, or more people can have living in that life with a such inspiration and such higher creativity. And that's the key words. We're upgrading. The world is going through upgrading, come with a seemly Christ, and with a disaster, there is a hidden gift behind it. There is a hidden message and behind what, it. And yeah. What, uh, so... So, 
I mean, it's you know, an upgrade is needed <laughs> in our world. We need <laughs> to understand. We, you know, we need to come from our heart. We need to be guided by the soul's direction. What is the what is the way that you recommend to people who who desire that but are not able to fully make that connection? What is it that people that we need to be doing in order to have that you know soul over matter and move out of the 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 you know mind over matter that third dimension reality that most of us are stuck in? How do we make that shift? What are some practical suggestions do you have, Cecilia? Yes, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for asking that. Um, I would say that, you know, the number of possibilities, and number one is the meditation. Like, you can call the mindfulness. Mindfulness, well, well actually meditation and mindfulness are a different thing, but oftentimes today are putting that as, uh, like, a same. But at least mindfulness mm-hmm. is to bring to the presence. So, but a lot of people tell it mindful, in my own review, the mindfulness is important, but it's actually also to really to have the mind present state, the solution is not only at the mind level. <clears throat> as Einstein said, mm-hmm. the problem cannot resolve at the same level as, it, as it's created. That's the essence of the message. Mm-hmm. So if we want to resolve the problem at the mind level, we need to go higher, higher than mind. Mm-hmm. What is a higher than mind? It's the heart and soul. So go, tap into the heart and soul intelligence, then the mind would automatically be acquired. So in my own experience, also what I'm sh- so honored and, and passionate to share with the people and organization to bring to the state what you're talking about, the state of upgrading, the state of flowingness, the state of higher productivity, higher creativity, higher uh, fulfillment is the through dark legacy because it has to through art. You see that, I mean, we can talk about it, but oftentimes in the meeting, actually, we're going to do give a few minutes. At the end, I will do maybe <laughs> try to do a little writer calligraphy, even in the air, and sing for you. So you can feel what that feels. And <clears throat> the key is with the art, because art is the yin. Art is a flow. Art is especially dog collective is a oneness art. Mm-hmm. So the oneness art and it come from a higher places. That's the best way. It's like you're working from a higher places, from the soul, from a higher than the soul, the, the high frequency information field in the university in the universe, right? Then you bring down the change, wash wash through. That's much easier than we're going like from the bottom up means from the body to the mind to the heart to the soul. So dark liquidity is top down. So it's washing, like the change coming from president, from the top. Shua, it's much easier than if you try to make change in the organization from a bottom up, from an employee. Nothing is not possible. It's possible, but it can be much harder, take much longer time. So that's the... Uh, uh, that's the uniqueness of dark legacy. It really brings such field and it, it washes, like aligning our heart and soul in such seamless, effortless way. It's extremely powerful. Um, maybe if if you want me to sing, yeah. and I you can, yeah, <laughs> right, Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I was going to. I was going to ask you because we have a few minutes left. So I definitely want you sure. to sing, and you can write the calligraphy in the air, like you said. <laughs> so, 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 so you're transmitting a frequency to everyone who's listening to this conversation right now. When you do that, right? So, yeah. Yes, please, please do that. Thank you, thank you. Of course, if it's in person, you can see that um, much better, but we can still feel through the radio. I would invite everyone to sit up straight, close your eyes. I will write the greatest love, greatest love. Love is a solution. Love is the key. Greatest love, greatest love, greatest love, greatest love, greatest love. Greatest love, greatest love, greatest love. beautiful Cecilia that was so beautiful thank you so much for bringing that healing energy into our lives into our hearts mind souls <laughs> thank you so much that was so wonderful oh, you know the calligraphy that you that people couldn't see because you were tracing that calligraphy in the air but that's the greatest love calligraphy is the um, the logo to the love code. So if people go and look at the logo for the love code and trace that calligraphy, that is the calligraphy of the greatest love that Master Shah wrote. So um, how powerful, yeah. right? So beautiful. So yeah. Nothing powerful. It's, it's so just, just for the, um, I was if I can have a, a couple it's, words. It's, it, uh, go ahead. Yeah, please. Yeah. Oh, just I because I can feel the people asking. Okay, I want this. I wonder how can I uh, access to that. Um, of course, you can Google the Dao Calligraphy, and you can Google my name, and, and can connect with me if you want to feel more, experience more, how to work with that. Um, and um, yeah. So the other way is that we have. You can also go to drsha.com. Drsha. D R S H A. 
Um, on there, we have a listed centers. There are nine or uh, ten centers worldwide. So you can also connect to one of our centers in North America, Europe, Australia, um, uh, can experience a field as well. So there's all different possibilities. And I just want to give that website again so people can go to the Dow Calligraphy, and that's T-A-O, for people who aren't familiar with the Dow. It's T-A-O-Calligraphy.com, and that takes them to you, Cecilia? Will they go to your? Uh, <laughs> yes, actually, good, good question. We're actually uh, still working on the website, uh, <clears throat> but they can... Um, they can Google. They can uh, maybe I'll just give my email. That's fine. It's a Cecilia Liu at uh, com. So it's a C E C I L I A dot L I U at com. Oh, great. Okay, so people want to contact you because I <laughs> I know that you do real healing work, um, and uh, <laughs> also people go to the website, which is Doctor D R Shah S. H-A.com to learn Mm -hmm. all about there's so many resources on that website that people can start incorporating in their life for their healing spiritual journey and finding that strength to um, open themselves to the true purpose so we've come to the end of this show Cecilia thank you for being with us all the way from Germany today and and share the wonderful, beautiful work you are doing and the inspiration that you are. So it's just such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Sher. Thank all the listeners. Such honor to be with all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to all of my wonderful listeners, thank you for joining me for another uplifting, inspirational Gosh, you know, uh, I'm just thinking of this time that's been so amazing to keep us understanding the greater purpose for our lives, for all that's happening, and to find a way through, to find the light. So I hope you'll be joining me once again next week, as every week. And uh, until then, may your week be filled with love, peace, and harmony. Bye for now. 